Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The following is a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. For the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault, to the pavilion, to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss, all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas Casino and Poker Games. It's really easy to get started. Just head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Use our promo code Believe, that's B L E A V, and receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Realtor Debbie Aldison Johnson. If you're looking for a spot in the Oxford area or, quite frankly, anywhere in Mississippi, that is your go-to. Remember, real estate industry since 2003, looking for that special ag property, maybe a recreational property, maybe a commercial real estate property, or a new home. Uh, Debbie does a great job and can be your real estate agent today. Just contact her directly at 662-234-5555. Of course, that's a member of the Kessinger Real Estate family, Estate.com. And Debbie has been with them for quite a few years. If you need to get her directly, just dial her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Remember, your go-to for real estate, whether it be commercial, farm, or maybe you need that home. Maybe you need that second home in Oxford. You're looking maybe to relocate to Oxford. Part of the real estate family, the Kessinger Real Estate. Debbie Johnson, your realtor, 662-234-5555. Or call her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Debbie Johnson, a proud sponsor here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. I'm back in my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle, listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall And welcome in everybody to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network, coming to you from the Debbie Johnson Real Estate Studios, Debbie, of course, a member of the Kessinger Real Estate family, our official real estate agent here at the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. We hope you had a chance to listen to Chancellor uh, Glenn Boyce of Ole Miss. You can go back and listen to the archives. A really good interview. Learned a lot about what's going on at the university for this year and kind of what everybody's kind of expecting for years to come. But it was a great interview. 
with Chancellor Boyce. Thanks very much uh, to the Chancellor for coming on, and thank you for listening. Uh, today we've got uh, Paris Buchanan. Uh, prior to the first home football game, a lot happening at Oxford on Saturday, specifically in-game ticketing, parking, uh, parking. All of that information uh, will be uh, discussed with our interview with Paris Buchanan, who's the assistant AD for fan marketing, also as an adjunct professor there at Ole Miss. Thanks again. The, the numbers have been great. We're grateful for the opportunity to to jump along with you along for the ride, what we love in, in Ole Miss sports. If you have any questions, you can always shoot us an email at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com. Be sure and follow our social channels. I don't talk about the Facebook page very much, but it's Brad Logan Media. That's where uh, we, we load our podcasts and also have a little bit of interaction. I'm not, not a big Facebook person, but I understand in order to grow, uh, we've got to embrace all social channels. So mainly hang out on Twitter at BradLoganCOTE. And, of course, it's at Believe in Ole Miss, B-L-E-A-V in Ole Miss on Twitter. Uh, here's Paris Buchanan. Uh, by the way, had a chance to have uh, – it was game week, and yesterday uh, was Monday, and we had a chance to record late Monday night. Uh, we had a chance to visit with Coach Lane Kiffin. Learned a lot. If you had a chance to listen to that podcast, um, I'm sorry, that interview, uh, it's on the Ole Miss Sports Official YouTube uh, page that's where uh, they get they, they pretty much load all of their interviews there had a chance also to listen to Luke Altmeyer and uh, Jackson Dart the two quarterbacks that are battling it out uh, we'll see who starts on Saturday they had a, had some depth chart issues they released one pull one back I, I think you know everybody's kind of uh, chipping uh, left and right about maybe not happy about how things were released and that sort of thing I think everybody's just really excited about kicking it off, to be honest with you. So uh, here, here's Paris Buchanan. Let's get right to it. Talking about uh, everything we can expect, everything you guys can expect as fans, as Ole Miss and Troy get ready to uh, meet in the first football game of the season. I can't believe the season is already here. Just in a couple of days, the countdown is on. And uh, we're excited to be along for the ride for you here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. A reminder, we'll have recap shows every single weekend. Uh, that will be released probably on Sunday or Monday. And then we'll hope to get you a, a podcast with some form of an interview in the latter part of the week. So that's kind of the schedule going forward with football. We like to give you that recap show. Uh, and, and I want to want to thank the good folks at Learfield Audio uh, for, for supplying those highlights. Uh, we had a chance to visit with David Kellum and Harry Harrison yesterday. Um, and so excited to hear from Richard Cross, Brett Norsworthy in the pregame. And uh, excited to hear from those guys as well as football is right around the corner. And uh, we'll bring you all the uh, ins and outs right here on the Believe in Omens podcast, part of the Believe Network. Thankful for our sponsors once again as we come to you from Debbie, from the Debbie Johnson Studios of Kessinger Real Estate. Also thankful for our friends over at Bet Online. Just today, a special. And head on over to the website and type in that special code, Believe, B-L-E-A-V-50. Get started today. We're 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag. Here's Paris Buchanan, kind enough to give us a few minutes right here on the Believe Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Network. It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year 
and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life, a major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships, moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring honors college, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss. Welcome back to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Want to be a part of the program? Just email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Whether it's touchdown Ole Miss or showers and right, it's all Ole Miss all the time. And now back to the show. Welcome back to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast right here on the Believe Network. An exciting show today. We're happy to be joined by Paris Buchanan, Assistant AD for Marketing and Fan Experience, also an adjunct professor at Ole Miss. And Paris, thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, it's good to be here, Brad. Thanks for having me. It's almost like an annual thing that you and I kind of get together. And I think more than anything, it's a, it's an opportunity for you to kind of speak to the fans. And I get a ton of questions, and I know you know a lot of these answers. And so let's get right down to it, the email that went out. And everybody saw specifically on the social channels about the stadium enhancements. Wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of speak to what fans can expect for the opening game next week against Troy. Yeah, absolutely. We've um, so we put out our stadium enhancement um, release last week and or earlier this week, and you know I think from from the the end of last season to really now, we we have really worked hard at identifying some pain points. Um, for fans and also some ways that we can improve kind of the current setup that we have in our stadium at the vault Um, all through done through our survey results that we got um, from the SEC you know from the conference office back in February but um, you know a lot of the things we're doing are centered around concessions that was a huge a huge issue for us that we knew we had to fix 
And we're really hoping some of these some of these areas will be improved dramatically starting, you know, on the first home game on September 3rd. But, um, you know, just kind of going through the list, we've added 250 new point of sale terminals that should really help um, crowd flow. We've also added um, a, a lot easier um, trans, uh, transaction process with our, you know, point of sale systems with, the, you know, where the credit card readers will face the consumer. Um, we've also expanded footprints on grab and go areas and introduced two new areas at Dos Equis deck on the West concourse and the blue moon brew house on the, on the West concourse as well. And then the cores like grab and go um, and the Miller light stands on the, on the West side. So all of that, just saying we knew we have to fix this. And so um, our facilities team, our game management team, our team, everybody involved with Ole Miss athletics has been really putting their head together the last seven months and saying, how can we fix this? How can we, make it a better experience. And so that's something we're really, really excited about to try to um, really get our fans through the concession lines and back to their seats so they can enjoy the game. And one of the main questions is, is people were asking me about specifics of the Dosekic. Um, is it a garden? Did you call it kind of a beer garden? Well, it's a, so we'll have a beer garden on the on the east side, but the west side, the Dosekic deck is yeah, – yeah, it's it's a it's a fully built deck that we what we did was we took away some of the unused areas that if you've been under kind of the the underhang of the vault on the west side, there's some areas that is kind of sloped and it's really unusable. And yes. so our facilities team said, hey, how can we transform this this unused space into um, a bigger area? So we added this this massive deck um, built and and then we put different point of sale options from the Dosekis options on that so fans can hopefully use that and not clog up kind of the the tiny concourse that runs through the through the west side also the uh, the grab and go i know that's been a big positive across the country and you guys have now jumped on board with that and for fans that are wondering it's essentially uh, multiple people can grab whatever they need and then there's a point of sale uh at the end of that correct that's right. And, and our, and our intent with this, we kind of introduced it late in the year last year, um, with, with a limited version of this, but uh, it should, exp- you know, s- really ex- ex- expedite the, the, the transaction process because you can have multiple people going through at one time, grabbing what they need. And then, like you said, um, exiting on that. But one thing I want to note is something that's new this year is we've, we've added age verification stands outside the stadium and also inside it. So beginning two hours prior to kickoff, you can actually go to a st- to these stands, um, show your ID, get a wristband. So then when you do go buy alcohol or, or any um, seltzers, alcohol, beer, um, you'll be able to not have to pull out your ID and, and show them at the stand. So there'll be a separate line for that. So we really hope these features will help speed up that process as well. Yeah, it's a really good home schedule this year for Ole Miss. So the next question, obviously, is, you know, you guys put out not long ago that the Alabama game is sold out for individual tickets. The only way to see that game is through a season ticket. Speaking of season tickets, uh, not necessarily a, a number amount, but are you guys where you would like to be right now? Are you excited about maybe a little bit of growth before kickoff next week? Yeah, we're still pushing. Um, we know we got one more week to really hammer this, um, hammer our season ticket sales before we kind of really go into single game. But yeah, we're excited. We we've we've we're about seven thousand ahead of last year, which is a really big number for us. Um, we want to keep pushing, obviously, and get every game sold out in the vault. But we're excited. Coach Kiffin's momentum that he's brought to our stadium and to our fan base has been just really rewarding to see. And so we're definitely excited about that number. Always could 
you know, be a little higher than, than our goals, but we've hit some of our goals already and we'll continue to push to hit the rest before the season ends. You and I talked a little bit last year prior to that Texas A&M game. It's where the unveiling of the light show where so many Ole Miss fans remember just how cool that was. I understand there's an element of surprise to this, but I would like to ask, and I wouldn't be doing my audience uh, a service if I didn't, can we expect some light shows this year and how deep into you know, you know, know context of that can you go into? Yeah, uh, this is probably the most exciting thing that, I, that I've been working on really since December. Um, and this has kind of been a personal project along with our team is to try to figure out how can we just take that and, and really kind of blow it up um, and, and make it as big as possible. And so, yes, I, I would say not to ruin all of it, but starting for Central Arkansas, you'll definitely be able to see a new element installed for permanently for all night games for this season. And then later in October, when we get to our SEC schedule, we're going to probably do something that I haven't been able to see a, a college team and another college team in the country do it. Um, and it's something that's really exciting. And we've been working with a lot of different vendors on this. And so we're excited to kind of surprise people with that. But more details will kind of come out later, you know, down the, down the road for, the, for those games. And would, would there be an opportunity for maybe this to extend to basketball? Or is this strictly just kind of a football lighting thing right now? Yeah, we've we've been looking at ways to kind of enhance the pavilion in that way. Um, it's a fantastic facility, but we certainly recognize there are some 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 small things that we could add in to really kind of add to that experience. And so we're we're continuously to look continuously talking through that um, and, and still trying to make final plans for that. But nothing's concrete right now. The student section currently on the north end of Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, making the assumption here it's going to stay there. Um, I know the end of the third quarter, kind of what you guys do for basketball, calling it uh, a code red, the stadium goes red and that sort of thing. Any type of improvements there? And is there anything that uh, that's happening on that student section side that you need to discuss? Yeah, so we've um, – you know, we've, we really made some progress with our, with our in-stadium DJ last year. Um, and we're excited to have, have DJ KO back this year. Um, one thing we've done in our student section around him is we've installed an LED fixture um, to really enhance that experience. And so it's going to be very interactive. Um, and there'll be a, it'll be a lot of fun to kind of watch around, you know, from, from different vantage points of the stadium. Um, and then certainly at the end of the third quarter, we do have our Code Red. Um, and, and Rebel Rags is a, is a great partner of ours who, who sponsors that. Um, and we'll definitely be firing that off. And I think that the biggest thing from the student section standpoint is um, we're just really excited about a complete overhaul of our sound system. We, we had a group come in this, this off season and really kind of get down to the nitty gritty of let's check every single thing and really evaluate what, what is happening in there. Cause we've gotten a lot of feedback over the years about the audio not being, you know, you could not hear the PA announcer or it was too loud or you couldn't hear it at all. And so we, we invested quite a bit of, of, of money into making this work. And, um, and we're just super excited about that. I think the thing that we've been kind of talking about and I've been kind of saying over and over is when you, when you get an enhancement like that or anything in the environment, you know, a lot of, I'd say most everybody could see it or most everybody could hear it, but when you could actually feel it is when you know you've kind of done something special. And with this new audio system, um, it really will be a game changer for us in the stadium atmosphere side. The video board on the north end of the stadium, and of course you've got coverage on the southeast and the southwestern end of Walt Hemingway Stadium. 
pretty pleased with how everything's going right now. I know that the, the boards on the southeast and the in the in the northeast. I'm sorry, the southeast and the southwest are fairly new. Uh, so uh, you know, you pretty much got coverage all over the stadium now. Yeah, and and we'll keep evaluating. You know, if you're not replacing your boards every few years, you're behind, and we understand that. But usually, a life cycle of a video board like that is you know anywhere from six to ten years. So um, the the north end zone certainly getting close to that six year mark. Um, and, and the South um, are, are fairly new. So, um, you know, I think we'll just keep looking at that, but certainly we'll, we'll definitely keep monitoring kind of the landscape of college athletics and, and the new technology that's available. But we're, we're pleased with, with what we have right now. We just want to make sure it all is, is really smooth and run efficiently, you know, on Saturdays. When Eli Manning's jersey was retired last year, that's kind of the game that, that everybody kind of goes back to that talks about how the environment was just off the charts. Have, at any point during the LSU game last year, did you allow yourself to kind of step back and just kind of say, this is kind of what this – is, this is it. I mean, this is why we do it. Yeah, I, I, just looking back at that game, you know, LSU is such a big opponent growing up as an Ole Miss fan, you, you, you hear of stories of LSU versus Ole Miss. And so when I was approached about, you know, the Eli retirement deal, we had to postpone it because of COVID and, and we picked the LSU game for the next year. And I was really excited about that. And, um, from a personal standpoint, just, yeah, when it was happening, um, all work related, I, I was probably more nervous for that moment than any time in my career, other than maybe when we opened the pavilion that first night, um, for its first game. But, um, yeah, once it was over and Eli made a speech and, and we kind of put a bow on it, um, I just kind of stu- just kind of stepped back from, from the press box area I sit in and um, just really took a deep breath and tried to like look around and just realize what a special moment that was for, for a lot of people's childhood heroes that grew up watching Eli and becoming Ole Miss fans. And so, yeah, it was, it was one of those moments I don't, I don't think I'll ever forget just being, you know, playing a small part in that, in that whole week was, was really, really rewarding. Any hottie toddy? Uh, hints this year for our pregame listeners <laughs> i can't give any hints but we we have some good ones lined up uh we're really excited about a, a, a lot of them but a few of them are really really going to be big um but our home schedule like you mentioned is great um you get alabama and auburn at home um obviously mississippi state you know for for thanksgiving on the egg bowl um and then you get to host um you know uh, Kentucky, which is a good East crossover that, that we haven't had in about 10 or 11 years, I think. So, um, but that, that Kentucky game is going to be special. We're, you know, we, we've rolled out strike the vault. Um, we're going to try it this year. I, I've read a lot of mixed reviews and people are like, Hey, we're excited about it. We're not sure it's going to work, but we're kind of challenging our fans to, Hey, let's, let's really rally behind the idea and let's try to make it work. Um, because we've seen a lot of other schools have success with that. And it would really create a cool environment for our first SEC game. Speaking of fans, you know, Paris, this is nothing new that Ole Miss has always – it's kind of a double-edged sword and the advent of television, but getting people out of the Grove and into the stadium. Now, obviously the opponent takes care of a lot of that, but what are some things that, that – I know your group behind closed doors. What are some things you're doing to trying to get the fans from the Grove to the stadium? And I'll be honest with you, it's really improved over the last couple of years. Well, I think education is a lot. Um, you know, we, we've kind of challenged, and Keith, our AD, he's, he's been at the top at, at challenging our fans to say we, we have to provide a better home field advantage for our athletes. Um, and you can really tell that, you know, that A&M game was electric. And, yeah. and our crowd really did have an effect on that. 
Um, and, and we're trying to really just use educational pieces, whether it's through social media, whether it's through email, um, you know, just to say, hey, you can make a difference if you show up and, and really, you know, pull, you know, pull for the reps together and cheer. And, and it, it does. It changes the outcome of a game on third down on defense or um, big plays. Um, that pick six against A&M was, was awesome. I thought the stadium was going to come unglued. And so those are those moments. And I think it's just really educating fans that, like, we really do have a great product. And Coach Kiffin's built that here. And now we just need, you know, all our fans to come in together and let's, let's really have 65,000 in there strong and, and make it really, really tough for all our opponents. Yeah, you know, a vibrant part of the game day atmosphere at Ole Miss Paris, as you well know, is the Ole Miss band. We had a chance to see a lot of pictures that, that Keith Carter, I thought it was really cool that Keith Carter and Lane Kiffin went and visited with uh, with the whole crew uh, that was practicing inside Vault Hemingway State. I, I know that you and Randy, Dale, uh, have been in concert about, you know, some ways to improve uh, the, the pregame and, of course, in the Grove and then uh, when the teams run out and that sort of thing. How important is the band to what you guys do? Oh, it's, it's critical. Um, and when you, when you, when you see a band and a team and a fan base connected in, in college athletics, it's special. And so Randy's been great. We've worked a lot together over the last few years and specifically over the last 24 months, trying to really figure out how do we get pregame to where we both want it to be. And and we can both agree a few years ago and even, you know, a couple of years ago, it, it we needed, we needed some work. And so we've really tried to work together on how do we do that? Um, and we're so I, I, I'm so excited for pregame this year. It's going to be fun. It's going to be new. Um, we're really embracing um, kind of the, the stadium atmosphere that we want. We want our fans to get behind it. Um, but also just we, we just appreciate the band and all they do. We've, we've tried to invest more in them as an athletics department. We we're excited that we were able to help them, um, you know, purchase br- brand new band uniforms this year that they'll be they'll be wearing. Um, we've tried to make their field access easier um, they had to. They had quite a navigation point from getting from their seats in the south end zone to the field, and it was kind of a mess. Our facilities crew kind of put their heads together and, and built them a a super easy field access stairwell that, that they're really excited about. And so they say, "Hey, this is going to help us be able to play more because we're going to be able to get to our seats quicker." And so just little things like that that we can work together on is it, super exciting. Um, but I know they've worked their tail off and. and um, their their halftime show for our home opener is going to be really really special, and I know they they've worked extremely hard hard for it. We had Chancellor uh, Glenn Boyce on the program, and I asked him this question, and and I'd like your thoughts on it because I, I really liked his answer, and 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 I asked him about you know at what point is there going to be a unencumbered access between the Grove and the north end of Walt Hemingway Stadium. And he explained that, you know, there's been some construction there, obviously, but he, he wants the that to be an area that's kind of devoted to, to William Faulkner and that sort of thing. Just curious from a marketing standpoint, are there been any thoughts about how you guys are going to uh, – and so many fans kind of cross there along with the Walk of Champions. Has there been some conversations about that piece? Yeah, we're, we're discussing, um, obviously working in, in – directly with the university side on that. Um, and because we've, we've seen that construction and, and that building, that land be there for quite a few years, right? but just excited to have the steel building. Finally, the Duff center finally getting, um, you know, up and running and, and so grateful for that family and their support. But I think that the biggest thing for us is working with the university on what that looks like. But, um, you know, I, I really do believe this is, this isn't, this isn't something that's happened recently as far as, you know, since I've been here, but, 
Um, just in general, the university seems more in tune with working with athletics, athletics working with the university. And it's really, it's paying off because um, athletics is having a record year. The university enrollment is, is, is by far the biggest freshman class we've ever had. And so I credit that to Chancellor Boyce and his leadership group and Keith and his leadership group um, just working together because, um, you know, that, that's been an important piece to the university and to the city of Oxford. And um, I, I really am excited with the direction that, that really the university itself is going, both athletics and, and the academic side. And one more thing before we let you go, and this is kind of an easy answer here, but I've got to ask it anyway. And, and, you know, I'm a huge fan of the Ole Miss video crew. They do a wonderful job. All the videos that come out of your department and the Ole Miss football department and the whole crew. But how easy is it with Lane Kiffin? It feels like he's just like a media darling. And you know this in press conferences, he's absolutely right the opposite. He is not like that. (laughs) He is much more direct. (laughs) But now outside of that and on social channels and that sort of thing, he, boy, he just uh, – he really thrives. It's got to make it easier for you guys to kind of brand the university and, and, and to kind of continue to roll with the punches with the football team. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, when he first got hired, he had the, the social following, but but now we're now saying, hey, he has that, but he also has the, the success to back that up. Um, our last two years have been really, really good, especially this past season. Um, but but the football staff has made a, a significant um, – the athletics department has made a significant, um, uh, I guess, I don't want to say increase, but um, support for their support staff right. um, from, from a numbers standpoint. Um, we recently just added an entire creative department that falls under football, and so we still have Ole Miss Video, which, like you said, I, I firmly believe they're the best in the country. But just having another arm with the football staff now being equipped with their own – and you can kind of see through our social accounts, you can kind of see a, a, a shift in a good way of content, how it's branded, what it looks like. Um, and that's helped us a lot. We, we are very in tune with them. We have weekly meetings. And so um, I think it's just really important for everybody to kind of work together in that front. But, um, but yes, to answer your question, having Coach Kiffin here has just been, it's a marketing person's dream um, because you have something like this product that's almost um, – you know, out of this world type feel. It's almost like a, a celebrity is walking around campus every day. And so um, we just want to keep capitalizing on that. And, and it's been a lot of fun. One more thing before we go. Was Lane the brainchild of Juice Kiff and the dog and Juice Kiff in the Twitter account? <laughs> That's a good question. Honestly, I'm not real sure where or how, I, I, I know who kind of helps Juice run his account. He's not using his Paul to type those tweets, but, uh, but juice has been fun. We've, we've really had a, had a lot of laughs with that, but um, you know, it is, I don't, I don't know how much involved coach Kiffin is with that. Um, but I don't, I, I just don't know if he's the one, if he's actually the one coming up with that, but, uh, but juice has been great and, and certainly provided a lot of fun for, for our creative staff, at least to, to kind of uh, have some alternative content to, uh, to put out to fans. So, well, I did ask um, Juice's handler at practice the other day, can we expect Juice to, to go and get the tee uh, after the kickoff? And I will not answer what his answer was. So I requested that Juice be the guy or be the dog that goes against the, the thing. And other people said they want Juice to, to run on the field before the team. And, you know, it's just – it's been a lot of fun to follow that. Yeah, and our uh... – I'll be answer, I'll be really honest. I'm not sure Juice's status on game day. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more of the uh, kind of the stadium side, but uh, but like you said, it's fun. It's it's engaging and and seeing recruits with Juice like coming to 
you know, official visits and having the dog around. It's been fun. And um, I know I, we had juice at our, at our kids zone um, a couple of weeks ago at an open scrimmage. And he was the, definitely the celebrity and, and tons of kids and, and families got their pictures with him. So it was a lot of fun. Paris, thanks very much for joining assistant AD for marketing and the fan experience there at Ole Miss. And of course, as an adjunct professor, uh, Paris, thanks very much for joining us today. Look forward to seeing you next week. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Howdy, howdy. And thanks very much to Paris Buchanan for joining us here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Network. I think he's excited. We're excited. Everybody's ready to kick this thing off as Ole Miss welcomes Troy in a couple of days inside Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Three o'clock kickoff. Cross our fingers there's no weather. Uh, there is a slight chance of rain, but uh, everybody knows that uh, here in the great state of Mississippi, uh, you, you worry about rain, but then uh, the day gets here and it doesn't rain a drop. So uh, expecting great temperatures. I expect a great crowd. Uh, there's so many fan anonymities uh, that, that are that are being uh, coming down the pipe with the lighting, with the pregame show, with the band. Uh, it's going to be a great time inside Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. We're so thankful to have you along for the ride. Remember, the recap show will be coming on Saturday. I'm sorry, we'll be coming on Sunday following the game on Saturday, brought to you by Debbie Alderson Johnson, our real estate agent for Kessinger Real Estate right here in the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. We'll uh, hopefully partner with our good friends from Learfield and get those highlights to you. And uh, we'll kind of recap the game and kind of go through the ins and outs, talk about the superlatives both on offense and defense. I know all of you will be looking at quarterback position. Places on defense we'll be looking for as well. How are the linebackers going to play? Are you going to get that leadership from the secretary that you believe? Is Davis and Igbenosin, the big freshman, out of New Jersey going to shine like we think he's going to. House transfer J.J. Pegui is going to look from Auburn. I think all those things are going to be interesting to watch on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, Jaden Williams, the left tackle. That's the name I'm going to be watching, the freshman out of the state of Arkansas. that Sam Pittman offered uh, Williams. Ole Miss was able to get Williams away from the state of Arkansas. I think the best offensive lineman of the class and I think it's going to be showing very, very soon. Wide receivers, who steps up on Saturday? Is it a young player like a Larry Simmons that's had a pretty good um, preseason camp? J.J. Henry has been lauded by head coach Lane Kiffin in some press conferences. Is it an opportunity for a transfer to step in? A Jordan Watkins? Is that someone? Maybe a Dayton Wade? So many answers. And, of course, we haven't even talked about running back or quarterback. We know those uh, We know those guys we're going to be looking for. It's Zach Evans, but I think everybody listening is going to be excited to see that freshman running back, Quinshawn Judkins. How's he going to look on the very first game of the Ole Miss Rebel uniform? I can't wait. I know you can't wait as well. Remember, we'll be live before the game on WJTV. Uh, looking forward to joining Blake Levine, the new sports director for WJTV. So excited to join them couple hours before kickoff just stay in tune to our social channels and we'll get you uh, updated information about what time you can watch that there is some news coming that we can't release just yet about a partnership with our television pregame show so uh, some news coming there just stay once again tuned into the social channels thanks again i mean word of mouth has been great uh, so many of you come up on the, off the street and, and tell me you enjoy the show and that means a lot to me so thanks for telling a friend uh, and remember, you can link it, listen directly through our 247 Sports website at reps247.com, an affiliate of uh, 247 Sports. And, of course, that's Inside the Rebels. You can listen direct from the Believe website. And you can always download the show at all of the, the normal spots where you can get the podcast that you're probably getting it now. iTunes and Apple uh, Podcasts has been our number one download so far. At least that platform has been the most utilized so far. Thanks again. We'll see you guys Sunday as we'll recap Ole Miss and Troy 
right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Network. Listening to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at Brad Logan COTE and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.